I dreamed a dream, dear listener. And I saw you dreaming for a new Thigh Gap podcast. Well, guess what? It's Thursday. And we're here to fulfill your dreams. Welcome to the brand new Thigh Gap episode. How are you guys doing? My name is Bogus Noog. And I'm here joined in a living nightmare with my co-host. Being brute. Brute, as much as I try to shake you off from my memories, I just can't seem to. I wish if only there was a service that catered to that. But how's it going with you, Brute, as long as you're here? It's an interesting question, Mr. Bogus. Mm -hmm. Uh, As you can see, I'm appalled by the fact that I'm in the presence of you. Many a time in the past, I have thought of erasing you Mm -hmm. from the existence from the face of earth. Oh, wow. But having said that, mm-hmm. it so often happens right. that when an unmovable object mm-hmm. meets an unstoppable force, right. there is... The Dark Knight? The new Thigh Gap podcast oh, episode. Of course, of course. Um, you know what else I think of when I look at your face, Brut? Uh-huh. Among the many other horrific things... I just can't help but think, oh my God, on Instagram, we are underscore thigh gap. Yes, absolutely true. And then I look at your ugly nostrils and it reminds me of, on Twitter, we are at thigh gap. Yes, that's accurate. And then I look at what is an excuse for hair on top of your head. And then it reminds me that on Facebook, our page is thigh gap it is. Thigh gap it is. Yeah, so at least your facial features serve to remind us of our socials that we need to plug every episode like this. You know, nothing goes for waste, Bogus. Yeah, that's true. I hope someday you learn this. Even the nostril hair. Even the nostril hair. Right. I'm glad you don't go, you didn't go below that. No, of course not. Australia? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) That would be... The exact opposite of excitement, which would be called later in the episode, we will reveal what's the opposite of excitement. Mm, Yes. Stay tuned. Listen on. I'm going to ask you a very personal question. Okay. Do you dream? That's it. I'm putting the phone down. You use the magic word. Dreams, guys. And girls. Of course, what a stupid question. All of us dream, right? Not really. Statistically, a lot of people don't dream, apparently. Would you say they're fortunate or otherwise? Unfortunate. Absolutely unfortunate. What's life without a little, you know, impossibility? Mm. Or at least like a peek into the impossibility. Yeah, I can make sense. I would also go with unfortunate. Right? Yeah. So we are on the same page. And that ends our podcast today, guys. Thank As you for listening. Bogus have agreed right in the beginning. Yeah. For the first time in the history of Thigh Gap Podcast. This I mean, is the Buyaka Shah moment. The very first agreement, I would say, was to actually sit down and do a podcast. Yeah, let's make it the we second agreement. We couldn't have gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> but so. it's an interesting concept, don't you think? So I, I, I get fascinated with dreams. You know, I would seriously doubt anyone who said they were not interested in this concept. Are you like, serious? You never met a person who said like, oh my God, dreams are so bad. I hate dreams. 
Never? No, I've never met anyone who said they were not interested in it. I, and it doesn't make sense to me. Like, how can you not be interested in something so abstract and vague and so inexplicable? Say for somebody who doesn't like surprises, maybe yeah. they don't like dreams. Yeah. I mean, they may not be fascinated about dreams. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I wonder if there is a phobia of dreams. There could is be there like, a word like for what is a word for the phobia of dreams? Yeah, I'm sure there's a word for that. It's dreamophobia. Dreamophobia. You heard it here first, folks. This is an exclusive. <laughs> a Thigh Gap podcast exclusive. Dreamophobia. Hashtag. But yeah. it would be so so ridiculous, right? Imagine you have a fear of dreams. No, but what if someone keeps getting like recurring nightmares? It's that, understandable, right? Yeah, they, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not discarding the theory. Yeah. I am I'm saying like it would be so unfortunate yeah that every time you are going to sleep mm-hmm. and you're just trying to convince yourself that I hope it's a dreamless sleep yeah yeah otherwise and you're awake half of the time because you're scared to go to dreams and if I'm not wrong there are scared people... to go to sleep yeah Bogus. correct me when I'm wrong stop, oh shit then stop being we so. couldn't get through a podcast episode if I started doing that so for the greater good <laughs> You know, I just let it be because we're all flawed, right, guys? Bogus one, proved zero. Love so all it is. Goes to bogus. As it always has been. Nonsense. <laughs> it's not love all. Nonsense Never. it is. <laughs> Nonsense it is. So. But yeah, you're saying about a guy, a person who's so scared to go to sleep. Oh, yeah. I've heard of cases where people actually take substances to try and ensure that they don't get any Get dreams. sleep? They take drugs for not dreaming yeah yeah imagine how bad it must have been imagine how bad the dreams must have been exactly yeah Yeah. i mean that's what i meant when i said like how bad it must have been okay what is your worst dream what's like the worst dream that you got do you want to dive into that right away yeah oh shit no warm-up no foreplay nothing we just go foreplay about what it's dreams bogus no because you asked for the worst one not not even like hey what's the What's one What's you remember? What's the dream that you remember? Like that's, fondly. That is not thigh gap know. stuff, guys. I mean, like, what what is wrong with you? The, everybody, that's like a Tinder question. What's the dream that you remember? That's a Tinder date question. Aren't this is we not trying a Tinder to, date. Aren't we trying to woo an audience to uh, follow us? Okay, Bogus, for your own benefit. No, I'm just fooling around. Tell me, don't fool around. I'm a girl. Hmm? You are a girl. I'm not fooling around. You're hitting you. on a macho guy like me. I'm not fooling around with you. I'm fooling around with our listeners. Oh, you know, stop doing that. We hardly, hardly have three <laughs> or four. You don't want to like disrespect them. No, it's not disrespectful. It's, we're being playful. Uh, we're being. Your uh, definition of playfulness is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it bodes well with the generic description of playfulness. Well, then you do it too. Then Focus. at least either if my definition doesn't work. So because I'm already least. doing it, I don't think they need any more. Oh, this is your playfulness. Yeah. Oh this my god. This is my God. cute playfulness. Do you want to play with the Barbie? I think both of our definitions Boga, are stop hopeless. Stop digressing. Then. Just answer my question. Oh, I'm right. the one who's digressing. <laughs> <laughs> you are the two who's digressing. Right. Okay. The worst dream. Let the me, worst dream. For the benefit of you, mm. I'll ask the question again. Mr. Bogus Nook, mm-hmm. what is your worst dream? I object, Your Honor, because this was your topic. You I don't think give a shit it's about only what fair. you object. It's I on- want to know your worst dream. It's only fair that you go first with your worst dream because this is your topic. Okay, I can tell the worst dream. It's very simple. Happened in, I think, um, when I was in my 12th. Okay. Which was around, like, I was 16, 17, 18. Notice how the voice changed, guys. It's performance, yeah, peak performance. performance. Yeah. 
and uh, it was a tiring day mm-hmm. um, i had a long day back in my college oh god you're achieving so many things at 12th standard yeah and i'm sure i i went uh, i went to play a game of cricket mm-hmm. uh, it was a long game then i came back went out to play some tt table tennis can we get to the point where you are being put to bed <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and continue from there and then i came back home had my dinner and immediately because i was so tired i went to sleep it was almost sounding like one of my parcel posts yeah yeah i was just trying okay. to be in your shoes for okay. once it's exciting actually uh uh-huh. um the power i felt when i slept <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> No, but I slept uh, basically. I went to sleep yeah. a normal day yeah. for me and um so the dream starts off really pleasantly, mm-hmm. right? In a sense um I I went to my school with a bunch of my school friends. Right. And we were just there for some function, right? Okay. Uh, some Independence Day celebration or something like that. Okay. And we were just roaming around the school saying that hey, this is where we were, this is where we used to chill, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly there are these huge tornadoes mm-hmm. coming towards our school mm-hmm. right and big tornadoes yeah. which are coming to our school and everybody was like running so multiple not just one big one there two okay. exactly two okay. okay and we could make out that one was going away okay. and one was coming towards the school okay uh, and we were in the playground right. uh, all of us and uh, there was this bunch of uh, the couple of girls who were with us and then my you know all the gang mm-hmm. and we started running towards the shelter right so we know that there's this place in my school which kind of goes underground and then goes into the house and whatever kindergarten section and all this and is can, in the dream or in, in real the, life like well. in real life as well my school is structured like that okay so so we know those you know places where you yeah. can take a shortcut or yeah, yeah, yeah. so we were running towards one of the shortcut mm-hmm. and then i look back and i see that one of my friend was tripped and fell down and she's not able to get up Okay. And the tornado is coming really fast and I was like I think I should help her out. Damsel in distress. So, damsel in distress but I never liked her but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh so I go to pick her up mm-hmm. and then the next thing I remember or the next thing that happens in the mm-hmm. dream is I get sucked into the tornado. Okay. Right? And that's that. That's the end of scene 1. The next thing I remember, the next thing that happens mm-hmm. in the dream is um I'm in my grandmother's house. Okay. To be more specific, I was in my grandmother's kitchen. Okay. Right? And I'm trying to call my grandmother. And I was I at that age I was I was just about taller than my grandmom, but I was looking down at her from the roof. Okay, so when you say you're in your grandmother's kitchen, she was also there in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, she was also there. And so she was cooking or doing something. Okay. And I was behind her and I'm looking at her from the height of the roof got it from the got ceiling yeah. right so i'm looking down as if like i'm floating in the right, right 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 uh and i'm like uh, i'm calling at her mm-hmm. and she's not responding mm-hmm. for 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 a decent amount of time mm-hmm. and then suddenly i start hearing my grandmom saying that uh, oh so i'm looking at my mom uh, grandmom mm-hmm. for some time and mm-hmm. i'm trying to talk to her right. but she's not responding right? right and after some time she starts i start hearing her voice right and uh, but she's not looking at me she's not turning around she's not turning around to face me right. neither is she moving her mouth like uttering any words but right. i'm still able to hear her voice it was very telepathic kind of thing okay uh, which was scaring me okay. in my dream right and she was like brood you're not supposed to be here uh, mm-hmm. you're already dead uh, 
you are supposed to go figure out wherever you are you are already dead i am already dead oh, okay okay um you are you are supposed to go wherever you are supposed to go uh-huh. i think you need, just need to figure out there is no point hanging around uh-huh. you are dead and we can't do anything about it it's done and dusted we burnt your body or whatever the whole thing has happened mm-hmm. so you know if you are here then go off mm-hmm. that kind of hit me really hard so the visual is still very strong in my head mm-hmm. okay i'm still looking at her at this point i'm crying in the dream okay saying that how can i be dead right. am i really dead that whole conflict of am i really dead or am i is this what is this happening so i mean you are talking to her in the dream no it was kind of like an internal conflict okay why is i'm just still trying to call her and like have a conversation with her right and she's telling all this to me without even looking at me this is all telepathic yeah it is just i'm hearing her voice in my head right right, right? and uh, and i know that she's and she tell the way she's telling it to me is so indifferent you know i'm a matter of fact it's a matter of fact thing like you know yeah rain falls ground gets wet type. yeah yeah and i'm like why are you not even feeling bad that i died you know yeah. all those kind of thoughts yeah and this happens for quite some time mm-hmm. in the dream i mean the you can't really measure time in dream yeah, but yeah. you can feel that it is going on for too long times right so at this point i start thinking that hey you know what maybe this is a dream right and uh, maybe i'm just sleeping because i'm trying to track it back as to what happened within the dream and i re- the last thing i remember uh, is i tried to grab this girl and run away mm-hmm. but i was sucked into the tornado right so i was like okay this happened what happened before that so i'm just trying to track back in the dream and i'm not able to go beyond a point mm-hmm. and uh, so i i i start telling them maybe this is a dream because i don't remember a lot of shit mm-hmm. and somewhere i realize that i went to college you know etc etc and i like this doesn't bode well like i am in college why am i in school why did i go to school types okay so i'm have the reason why this is so vivid is because this is your internal dialogue in the dream in the dream in the dream yeah because yeah. at some level i was trying to convince myself that this is a dream i'm not dead you know mm. uh because that hit the reason why i remember all this so so briefly mm-hmm. is one i told the story a gazillion times and two because the way my grandmother behaved with me that is one image that never left me that indifference with insensitivity with which she spoke to me mm. in the dream mm. that's the most scariest shit i ever went through right the fact that i died didn't bother her <laughs> like at all and what and this is the next? person so the next thing is i'm trying to wake up Mm-hmm. I try to open my eyes I can't mm-hmm. I'm still floating around mm-hmm. and then I still try to call my grandmom and she's not responding and mm-hmm. then she she tells that whatever it is figure out there must be a light or something you know something on those lines she's telling it in you know in telugu right so she's like there is something who will probably help you or there's a light or some shit like that say the actual out. telugu lines for our telugu she's audience niko ka velugu kan bartadra akad kelpo okay right mm. which means you'll see a light just go that direction follow the light right follow right. the light and then she walks off okay of the kitchen and then everything dims out uh-huh and god knows how long later i woke up in my house mm-hmm. right and the first thing i see when i wake up is my grandfather my father's father right and my grandmother was my mother's mother who was talking okay. about, who i saw in my dream okay right and uh, the first thing i see my grandfather like okay so there is that hangover of is this a dream is this real what just happened kind mm. of a thing you're dazed kind of a thing mm. and i ran to my grandfather and i said hey 
and I was really close to him. And I said, like, see, this is a dream I got. And you're the first person I'm telling it to. So you're lucky, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, can you help me out figure out what, the sh- what just happened to mm-hmm. me? And I tell him that, you know, this is what happened. Like, briefly, I told him I died, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, brushes it off saying that, hey, you know, don't worry. You're going to live long. Okay. Uh, that's what it means. So don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then I go to my father telling the same thing. And, you know, and I added that this is what grandfather told. Mm-hmm. What do you think? And he was like, uh, I don't think it's a dream. Doesn't matter a lot. Mm. Weird shit happens in dreams. So, you know, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I know. It's kind of scary. It might have kind of taken you by surprise or something. But, you know, you should be fine with it. Mm-hmm. For the next four days, I got, I was so scared to sleep. Like go to bed. Okay. I used to like drag. I tried to avoid I wanted to sleep naturally rather mm-hmm. than putting myself to sleep type. Mm-hmm. So I used to watch TV till like 2, 3 in the night and like sleep off in front of the TV. Right. And that happened for 3, 4 days. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that I was not getting any dreams. I said, okay, fine. Maybe it is, you know. That was the worst dream. Like the worst dream that I got. There were other dreams, but this is the one that scared the shit out of me. Wow. See? So it almost sounds like... Um astral projection although it's not that in your dream literally you were sensing that you were already dead yeah oh so the other thing i also want to add on is i couldn't see my hands you know yeah it's very common like we the specific defined features like hands yeah even the things people's that you can faces, make out like even people's faces you can make out like oh this is my best friend from school yeah so and so but if you try to look at his face or something, you can't see the face. Or is it? I know. For me, it's like faces are not very clear. Ah, I can see faces. I can see. So there's another thing. They say that you can't see color in dream. Mm-hmm. I can see colors in my dream. I think I've seen colors in dreams. Yeah, like yeah. I see like vivid colors in my dreams. So like, it may be different things for different people then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think it's just like, I don't know. I don't know the science behind it. But they generally say, the common things that they say is you can't run in your dream. You can't watch, you can't check time in your dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't uh, see color in your dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the other thing is you can't create something in your dream. Like in the sense, if you're trying to say like tie a rope or something, right? You right. can never do that. You know, you okay. can't finish a job. You always see yourself as um, roaming around or just talking to people and all. But you can't do an activity in a dream. Well, there are... Say. There are contrary beliefs to this and practices as well. Uh, we'll get into that. But uh, I want to go back to your question, which is first, now you said what your worst dream was. And I guess it's my turn now. No, no, no. We are brushing past. We don't care about your worst dream. You awesome. insulted my question. <laughs> awesome. Then no, you turned it around like a typical politician. You avoided your It was your, your topic. So you should go first. Okay, fine. Fair. Don't beg now. What's your worst dream? My worst dream. Um, meeting me like you can be honest no that was a living nightmare <laughs> the dreams are after you go to sleep right um so worst dream actually i i do have a few top contenders there's not one that pulls through yeah clearly but once you tell your worst dream i'll tell you this i'll tell you the theory behind dreams and how it's connected to a person okay and that could be bad shit as well your theory right because no, it's a scientific theory. No. My worst dream, um, like I said, 
uh, I have a few that take first place. There's not one that prominently pulls uh, ahead in comparison with others. So this is one dream which um, I had during my college days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inter engineering. Inter. Yeah. So, same time. Oh yeah. Okay. So Maybe it is that whole adolescence thing that kind of gives you weird dreams. I don't know, but uh, for people who may not know the terminology, inter is basically eleventh and twelfth, twelfth standard. Um, so when I was in my inter one night, I dreamt and I literally saw this play out like a movie scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was seeing it from the third person perspective, perspective. and I saw myself. It was late night in the city, you know, I, there was a narrow alley, mm-hmm. like a lane, gully, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why does it sound vulgar when you say gully? <laughs> gully. Uh, so I was, I saw myself, I was in a bad state. I was heavily intoxicated, drunk. At, in your 11th. No, no, in the dream. You had a dream yeah. in your 11th where you were drunk. Yeah. So I was heavily drunk and I was not seeing myself as a 11th standard student or a boy. It looked like a fully grown man. Oh, so this was a dream of the future. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But basically I was seeing myself as a fully grown man uh, and I was absolutely shit-faced to the point where uh, my uh, what I was wearing was like a kurta pajama mm-hmm. and it was almost like uh, sweaty and ripped. Wow. You know, I, I was that bad. And I was... You were beaten up basically. I was not beaten up, but I just had drunk myself to that point and I was stumbling along. Like I was finding it hard to walk in a straight line. I was kind of swaying from here and there trying to make an effort of walking from point A to point B. So basically I was coming out of this gully this lane and I was touching the main road. Yeah. So I was on my way to the main road and it was late in the night. There was no one around. Like you could hear uh, sounds of like any, if a dog barks or anything, yeah. it resounds, right? So that kind of a night, there was no one around. And to my left, there was a section where some kind of construction was happening. Okay. So the building foundation was just laid and it's just still the bamboo sticks for support the and the tarp. Yeah. You know, the blue tarp to cover. So it's all that. Yeah. And I, as I walk across, I come to a point where exactly to my left is this construction site. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for some reason, I look at, I look to my left towards this construction site. And at the ground level, there's like an illuminated tunnel. Okay, I mean, it's like... Like the Alice in Wonderland kind of a tunnel. No, nothing too fantastical, you know, like as if the construction... Basically bulbs, when you say illuminated, basically the lights in a tunnel. So it looked like it was just a light, like tarp was covered. Right. And there was some depth and there were lights. You made it sound so fancy. I know, but it is still a dream, right? It's a weird dream. So it looked like there were lights going on into this uh, tunnel Tunnel. kind of thing caused by this tarp. And I don't know wh- why, but I was going towards that. Suddenly, you Suddenly, just took like a I left. just took a detour and I started going left 90 degrees towards this tunnel. I'm not yeah. sure why. And then as I'm getting closer and closer to this tunnel, 
at the at to the entrance of the tunnel right at the very end behind i can see a faint figure of a girl she's standing at the very end uh-huh and she's dressed in this traditional indian like um sari no, half sari no it was like a ghagra choli oh okay like that kind of a thing like lehenga uh-huh you know that kind of very um ornate kind of dressing uh-huh you know and she was standing at that end and i'm drunk obviously right true i'm a drunk guy who's alone and i see a beautiful girl yeah so now my speed is increasing yeah right towards You're walking the tunnel. faster i'm stumbling rather uh-huh. faster towards the tunnel i'm trying to make my way and as i get closer i can see better and better of the girl not still not her facial features or anything yeah but i can make out it's a beautiful girl mm-hmm. you know this just beautiful is she facing you or facing the other no way? she was facing the other way oh, okay and she, you still could make out she's beautiful oh yeah just the, the vision that you have in dreams I know. the powers just, you have in dreams can appreciate beauty even when i'm sleeping yeah but basically <laughs> the minute i get to the entrance of the tunnel right this is where it gets all kinds of fucked up for me uh-huh the minute i just go past the entrance of the tunnel i have no control over my motor uh, skills. Fi- skills anymore like i'm getting sucked into the tunnel now at almost like supersonic speed all of a sudden i start getting sucked into it and as if something is pulling me i'm mm-hmm. not walking anymore i'm like flying mm-hmm. and i'm i i remember being like suddenly taken aback by like what, what what just happened like why suddenly all of all of a sudden yeah and then before i realize i'm looking i'm getting closer and closer to this girl yeah right and as i'm getting closer i notice that just behind the girl where she's standing there's a bed like a round bed with that satin sheet this honeymoon bed the honeymoon kind of bed okay yeah and she's standing in front of it and she's turning the other way mm-hmm. as i'm getting closer right mm. slowly she turns towards me and i'm literally zooming at her uh-huh. flying uh huh and now i can see her face is beautiful it's like gorgeous huh. and i'm stuck in between two places where one i'm happy that i'm hurling towards this girl <laughs> right huh. i'm in my inter imagine yeah. the hormones yeah. right we are happy to get some even in our dreams guys. right wherever it is possible <laughs> wherever you can get some so i'm happy but there's also the part of me where i can sense something is off i can sense right. something this is, is not wrong. a good thing This is not a good thing because I'm flying towards her I have no control. Mm-hmm. I can't turn around. I can't look behind me. Absolutely paralyzed. Right. And then I come closest to her and then I suddenly leap over like her. My body leaps like over her almost. Not completely over, yeah, yeah. but at a height where right. I'm looking down at her now. Right. And then she starts falling back on the bed uh-huh. as I'm leaping uh reaching her, right? Right. in a way that i would fall on the bed right on top of her okay so slow motion she starts falling right and i start coming on top of her i am falling now right the scariest part was when she was about to hit the bed right yeah her face suddenly turns into the most horrific kind of thing that i've ever seen <sighs> and i am actually getting sucked into this now yeah and now it's too late type. it's too late like i'm already vertically on top of yeah. her and i'm falling on her now right. and that's when her face suddenly turns right and i'm all of a sudden like oh i remember that kind of a sound yeah. and then i just woke up like fully in sweats 
Oh, this was was it like a sleep paralysis moment for you? But no, at but no point you were my like, other scariest moment was a sleep paralysis moment. Oh, that that's you have you get only one chance. Fine, okay, fine. But this Seems is the like one I would pick. Your worst uh, dreams are not so exciting to hear. I mean, are you kidding? That this shit is, was like. I mean, how hours were you to women after this dream? Like, how insecure were you? to like women after these dreams more than i already was what are you talking uh, about <laughs> <laughs> oh so it's just a continuation of reality i mean you got to understand the context i come from a you know boarding school only boys, boys uh, yeah, socialization yeah. And then was a it's uh, you know even in my inter it was it happened to be a boys inter college oh right? sweet so, so the torch just got extended yeah 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 but that is scary yeah oh, because it was uh, really scary that's like the you're covering both the extremes like the one extreme of excitement to the other extreme of you know i don't know what you call yeah the opposite of excitement you know dicksitement like <laughs> that, that's a good word uh so thaiga podcast <laughs> exclusive guys dicksitement after dream phobia by the end of 2021 these words would have been added to the oxford dictionary absolutely um, let me write give it to you in writing yeah and dicksited is spelled as d i s c mm-hmm. i itement Right. right. <laughs> so, so for anybody who's trying to like yeah the reason up. why that dream stands out for me was in a fraction of a second the thrill and the excitement <laughs> just turns to pure horror yeah yeah you know and it was already fantastical and out of my control a little bit yeah because i was already scratching my head like why am i grown up why am i drunk why am yeah. i this drunk i don't right. even drink that much right and going after the girl that is the only thing that i could relate to yeah yeah but <laughs> the the desperation yeah of yeah but everything else was like i i but can't explain it do you do you ever wonder whether you know any of these dreams do they make sense like in my real time in the sense yeah that's a question like do you make se- ever wonder like do these dreams make sense or are they just like these illogical fantasies or illogical like you know scenarios that you know are uh, maybe at some point uh, you know kind of i might have thought about it but really mm. didn't act upon it and my dreams are a place where i'm just trying to like experience them on a first hand basis mm. for you me know? subjectively that has never been the case the kind of dreams i get are so otherworldly and bizarre I mean, you never even and saw surreal. like a distinct relation to no i could never personality or internal thoughts or anything like that no the closest my dreams could connect to something real was esp you know the extra sensory perception or deja vu uh-huh you have those moments of deja vu right that is the closest that my dreams have gotten to in real life never like a premonition of no you know something that happened in a dream and then you see it happening no no in few days that's time. not that's never worked for me but we have heard enough of those cases i have it oh especially women uh wives mothers they tend to have yeah would be mothers they say that you know they sometimes can figure out the gender like of the baby which is unborn like yeah. which is still in the womb they can kind of sense the gender of the baby through dreams or stuff like that yeah you know how and there are uh julius caesar's wife uh-huh. begged him not to go to that meeting because she had a dream yeah. the previous day that he would be killed yeah and so she told him about the dream and she told him don't go right he was like yeah fuck it i'm going to go yeah and like you're a bitch yeah you must be like is this is julius caesar i'm yeah. sure he's he's male chauvinistic yeah 
So right. he went and yeah. uh, Brutus. Brutus. Brutus was involved, guys. Always Thai there's gap, a brute to stab you in Thai the back. Gap, eh? Thai gap was existing even then yeah. in the age-old ancient civilizations. Yeah. We just came out today because we feel the time is right. The Dream simplest story. theory that I uh, I was able to uh, come come to was when I take a look at computers, you know, and uh, the function that screensavers play in computers. Mm-hmm. And basically, why do we even have a screensaver? Uh, what is it? What is its purpose in a computer? I'm not an expert. I could be wrong about this. But my guess, educated guess, is rather than leaving the computer idle, because that's when the screensaver comes on, what it is doing is the screensaver, what it does is it's a very, um, what do you call it, like mundane kind of task that it's running in the background. So there is a definitive task that is being run just as a stopgap before you come back and do something heavy like Excel and all that stuff. It is just running something in the back because it's not being used at the moment. And also the screen as well is refreshing those pixels, you know, and there seems to be a need to refresh those pixels every now and then. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a screensaver. Okay, let's go with that. Now, when you're dreaming, your brain can't go off because your brain going off is a coma or death. So your brain has to be running still while you're sleeping. So what does it do? It creates dreams. It plays out dreams, you're saying? It plays out dreams as a screensaver. And wait, hmm. and the function for that could be sometimes, you know, you have you, all of us go through this where we're sleeping, we're halfway between the wakeful state and the you know, sleeping state. Then all of a sudden our bodies jerk because we would have been thinking about trekking a mountain or jumping from some place, some higher place to a lower place. Uh, but in your bed, your body just jerks, right? Yeah. Because you kind of think you're there. Yeah. The the falling effect kind yeah. of thing. So I feel like these, this dream screensaver, uh, its utility is to keep the body going, keep the mind going. Like one that one mundane task that the mind can hold on to. But, okay, the reason... Maintenance activity, kind of. I get it. But I have a couple of things that don't help me buy the idea. Okay. I'm going to, you know, the comparison of the screensaver to it. The function of a computer running a screensaver to function of a brain running a dream. Right. First of all, dreams are not a mundane task, is what I feel. Okay. Okay. The second thing is... The from computer, whose perspective? Though? From the perspective who's dreaming. But what about the perspective of the machine that's running the dream? Like I said, see, it is not a mundane task. Because it is, like you said, the, the body feels it too. Yeah. As much uh, as it might not be real, but yeah. it is reacting to whatever is happening in the dream yeah. in a very realistic sense. Yes. Now, for for instance, let's say that that's simulation. Okay? okay. Brain is overdoing it to give you a very realistic feel. Okay, great. The second thing is, or more, the primary thing is, mm-hmm. a computer always knows that the screensaver is running. Mm-hmm. And so do you. Correct? But the brain... Though it's running the dreams, mm-hmm. you'll never, you'll not always know that the dreams are running. There are times where it's a dreamless sleep, right? And if you actually think about it, majority of the times it's mm-hmm. a dreamless sleep. 
But that's the thing. We tell ourselves it's a dreamless sleep because we cannot consciously remember. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Dreams. So, so it's it's something that we might we don't quite sh- sh- know surely about. You know, all of this is something we don't know surely about. No, you know, a dream has come, right? Come yeah. on. So that you know for sure that hey, this is a dream I got. No, but that could only. Mean I went jumped on a chick and she turned into a ghost. That's a dream. Well, period. that is a dream. See, the thing is. that i'm still able to remember because it was weird enough for me to remember i'm sure there's so you'll many remember other dreams there's so many other dreams that had nothing going on huh. and i don't even remember those dreams yeah now. but then you know it briefly that this the dream happened but don't tell me you never had a sleep where you you never even thought that a dream even happened you just slept you woke up like it's 7 hours since i slept and many times. i didn't even feel like it was 7 hours many times yeah so, so that's what i'm saying so you don't quite remember your dreams yeah. all the time yeah which is why that comparison doesn't fit well in my head that a computer is running a screen saver and mm-hmm. that's exactly how the brain is also functioning why not because of this fact because why do you have to remember no i'm saying it's not a compulsion that i have to remember but with a screen saver thing mm uh-huh. I remember that I know that a screen saver is running every single time because you set it up. I think the first thing you said if I remember correctly was the computer knows it's running a screen saver and you set it up. No, the one the difference there it's a it's a subtle but important thing to remember the computer doesn't know shit. The computer is actually an idiot box that you give instructions and unless you tell it to run a screen saver it's not going to run a screen saver. Correct. It knows nothing it just knows master told you to do this i'm doing this that's it i agree your honor yeah you know so it is you who set up the screen saver to run when you check out of the place like how oh, i'm going to go grab a bite to eat when i step out after 5 minutes i set up my computer to start running a screen saver that's accurate yes when you're sleeping what you're doing you're checking out consciously and the screen saver or the dream is running in the background in a similar way and i am asking a simple question what? how do you set up a dream without set up a knowing? dream in the sense this is not you consciously how do you, okay doing how do you enable we can't so you're saying it's a default system see again you're getting hung up it's the machine of the body I, you know the brain I, yeah and i am i am i'm so you're not consciously doing it you're saying it's a default system yeah that whenever you go to sleep the brain kicks in the screen savers screen saver yeah because it has I to still don't buy it it has to go through the night you know the mind is like a fickle monkey right you got to keep it occupied yeah but i still don't buy it but then again there's also this supernatural paranormal kind of things that come into dreams yeah that makes you question if it is just a screen saver or if it's a screen saver that also has another purpose like a dual purpose to it sometimes like you said premonitions or uh weird vibes uh, some odd people showing up in your dreams all of a sudden which was which was the next part i want to touch upon mm-hmm. have you ever changed your perspective because of a dream with respect to anything it might be people uh towards a job or towards a thing a bike or something like whatever mm-hmm. have you it did it ever so happen to you that you had a dream about something or someone and then you wake up with a all new perspective about that person no you are a dull dumb human being you quite are, the contrary my dreams manufactured always, i don't know why my dreams always tend to be so weird that i find it very hard to relate it to anything in my waking life you know it it i dream of worlds dude like different worlds of their own where the culture is different the clothing is different 
it is so much for me to take in and it's that's why it's so hard for me to relate any of that to so then you must be believing in the fact that a lot of inventions might have come from a dream oh yeah i mean daydreaming night dreaming and daydreaming you know they both tend to have that effect on our waking life which is it could be a channel for inspiration it could be a hidden message like you said yeah and uh, in my case it is just watching some of the weirdest shit that i can't understand so so you going back to the question i asked so you right. never had a change of perspective after no, a dream no no that's ironic i mean that's that is fascinating for me so the so the thing i started doing as an experiment is i don't know if you do it i don't know how you sleep in general mm-hmm. i sleep on my sides okay right in like they call it the fetal position right the hands are in between your right. this thing right yeah so every time i sleep on my right side mm-hmm. on on my right shoulder i get better dreams like happier dreams okay you know i mean i get dreams which are pleasant which are very happy go lucky i'm just having fun with a bunch of my friends or you know i'm in a cricket match or whatever like in a proper dreamy dreamy situation right every time i sleep on my left side mm-hmm. things get a little out of hands that's weird and this is something that i i've actually noted down this stuff like i mean the moment it's a bad dream right mm-hmm. when i wake up i try to see which hand is touching the bed so when you wake up when you're on side mm-hmm. the side you're just sleeping is the hand yeah. which kind of supports you right right and i immediately kind of make a note of hmm it was the left side mm-hmm. and the other dreams where i'm you know i have pleasant dreams and i happily wake up then i see most of the times i'm on my right side so that is another i don't know what is the connection again the reason why i find it doubly weird is because when, if you're sleeping on your side yeah uh the correct position to sleep in is actually on your left because the way your digestive system and all is yes starts, yes because if you sleep on your right you can end up with heartburn or acidity but if you sleep on your left yeah then it goes properly like it's the whole system it's pretty weird yeah it digests properly the food yeah so it's weird that when you sleep on your right you're getting uh, happier dreams when i would have imagined the other way around because I, your body is, is I, i mean i didn't look at it from this angle right. actually which is pretty interesting which is why i'm here yeah sh- shut up you are here because i let you when the student is ready the master appears bro bogus there are great teachings in learning okay yeah the great learnings in teaching okay <laughs> right i just put it exact opposite way that's But, why i'm here no, shut up <laughs> in my case what comes closest to what you described is i don't have the right left uh, weird or nonsense like you but my thing is you know if if i want to ensure that i do dream you know like i want to go into substance s- abuse no no that's no. how you go about it no <laughs> like, no it doesn't work because if i want to ensure that i should dream tonight i want to dream something yeah then all i have to do is i have to switch my head and feet the place you oh, know oh you sleep the other way around i just sleep the other way around chances are that i i seem to increase my chances of dreaming Mm-hmm. but if i want to really dream like increase my chances of dreaming but i also want to increase the chance of being of it being weird or fucked up mm-hmm. i have i should sleep opposite side but during odd hours like if i go to sleep facing the other way like at afternoon to wake up sometime at 7 pm or 8 pm or something if i do that 
I'm bound to get like a weird fucked up dream. I don't know why. Mm. I don't know what connection that is, but uh, that's the closest that I could figure some some kind of a mechanism that's close to yours. Yeah, but I mean, I think every man for himself in this, as if yeah, yeah. You you said your whole weird or nonsense, weird or nonsense, as if it's a common thing. You know, I I put my head where my feet are and I dream. That's why it's funny for like me that because this is sense. this is also weird or nonsense. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, there is some math to the whole which way do you face while you sleep. I mean, traditionally, we face south. East. When we're sleeping, your head faces south, right? In traditional Vastu. No, you're supposed to... Oh, yeah, so yeah. In the traditional south Vastu, facing bedroom. You should never put your head towards the north or on, in north. Something like that. You should you should put your head facing the north, not at facing south. So my current bedroom also follows Vastu. Uh-huh. So... If I switch my head and feet, I'm going to increase my chances of dreaming for some reason. Well, that bit I've never seen. I never worked. I dream whichever direction I sleep in. Okay. I mean, that never seemed to be... I did even check out that angle, by the way, uh-huh. where, you know, you put your head uh, facing east, you put your head uh, towards west right. and all that. Right. The only thing that I've... Uh, and this is, you know, grandma tales. Uh, she always used to tell that never put your head... At in north, like facing south, always put your f- head either facing east or facing uh, north. I don't know about discounting these grandma tales because you know what I've done is exactly the opposite of what she prescribed. Yeah, and that is usually when I get weird dreams. You yeah, know, so. the electromagnetic forces work on your body in different ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but I I forgot. I just remembered. Because you were going on and on for so long in this episode, just yapping. Non-stop. Because it is my topic. Because I had don't a, have any right to speak. I had a bunch of questions to ask you. Okay, actually. Okay, shoot. The first you dream that you described, seconds. you know, the one where you died, sensed that you were already dead. Yeah. Was there anything weird uh, when you went to sleep? Like, was the time too late, or did you sleep normal, odd angle, or something like that? Nothing like that. No, normal. Everything was normal. Routine. I was probably. Let me recollect the bed I was sleeping in, and it was I was facing north. It was normal. Okay. I mean, I was I was sleeping in that position for a long time. Okay, so, that answers the question. And there was nothing odd about the time as well? No, normal time. Okay. Normal time. Okay. It was a weekend. My next question is about these common popular dreams that people tend to get. I want to check how many of these have you got or you have not gotten of these dreams at all. So one is uh, teeth falling out. Have you ever? No. Okay. Falling from a great height. Have you ever? Once or twice. Not a lot. Not worth remembering types okay i mean the whole falling effect i did experience that okay but it is not scary or it was not <gasps> types okay. or anything got it um appearing for an exam have you ever mm, none that i can think of okay then uh landing soft punches no matter how hard you try no 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 okay so of these Teeth falling out, I've never had. Oh, being naked in public. No. No? No. Okay. So, teeth falling out, I've never had. But the common understanding for that seems to be that you're... What was it? I forgot. 
if you're embarrassed or I don't know what it is, but it's a common childhood trauma, maybe. No, no, no. It is a very you know mundane kind of explanation. Okay. Uh, teeth falling out, which I never had. Falling from a great height, I've not had. I don't remember many significant things of those. Landing punch, soft punches. This is something that I've had like twice or thrice or four times. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's been more than once. Like you try to punch really hard, but you're not able to. Right? No, it's not like you're trying to punch really hard. The, okay. Uh, it's you. You want to punch hard. Yeah. You're swinging hard. Yeah. But the till yeah. it lands on their face. Yeah. It is still full force. For some reason, right? It the doesn't. Impact is not the it same. It just lands like. Pat- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what is going on? Like, I, I, I don't have that. But okay. I, ha- I had dreams where I want to run. Yeah. I'm trying to run hard, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Running at my being normal chased. Space. Have you ever heard that? Being yeah, chased. Yeah. yeah, being chased quite a lot by uh, a snake. No, no. Okay. By I, I get so the, the two recurring dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, one dream is this: me and my sister are playing outside my house, and we, for some reason, are always very small. And okay. I get that dream even today. By the way, I've been getting this dream since my childhood. We are kids. We are kids. We are okay. small kids. Yeah, yeah. And it's late at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are playing in in the alley in front of my house. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, a full-grown, big-ass tiger oh, okay. turns into our lane. Okay. And we both kind of get startled. Mm-hmm. And my sister is behind me. Mm-hmm. And the tiger comes running and leaps at me. Mm-hmm. And I duck. And the, kind of, the tiger kind of goes above me. Mm-hmm. And now I turn back to see what happened to my sister. Mm-hmm. And as I turn, the tiger already is jumping on me. It's about to land on me. Right. And the dream gets over. It's a very short dream. And even till date, I have the same, you know, experience mm-hmm. of that last second when the tiger, like I know it by heart types. Yeah. The moment I see the tiger, like that kid, that small me right. is basically saying, hey, now you got a duck. It's going to jump. You got a duck. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I duck successfully, and as I am trying getting up and turning back, I'm telling, uh, just check out your sister. Okay, it's never that see where see if that like run forward or anything. Yeah, it's the same repetitive action mm-hmm. of me ducking and immediately trying to check out my sister behind me, mm-hmm. and the tiger is almost about to jump on me, right? So I gave you scenarios. Yeah, and I asked oh, you which, yeah. and surprisingly. Most of them you were not. Although I, I do have, have to add, the tiger one even I have multiple the yeah dreams. You of got snakes tigers. in your dreams? No, my classmates used to get a lot of snakes. I never got snakes for some. What reason. is this like? I don't know what's behind that, but I got tigers though. Tigers, I got tigers. I got snakes. Oh, I got snakes, dude. Snakes yeah, are. I remember weird one in dreams. I remember one S- especially scary dream with snakes. Yeah, snakes. It was not scary for me, mm-hmm. but. You find snakes to be extremely powerful in a dream. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't know how to tackle a snake right. in a dream, you know? Right. And most of the times when I got a snake in my dream, right, they were just standing still. It was not like it was going into an attacking position or it was running here and there or anything oh, of that sort. Okay, okay. It's just standing and it's just like doing that that whole swaying thing. Oh, shit. And all I'm doing is like staring at it and like, how is this thing so powerful? Right, this is... Almost cute, your description. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just swaying. It's just swaying. Hood very, open. Yeah, it's like with the hood open. Mine, you know what mine was? Like mine was... Did it bite you? No, no, no. It was more than that. So mine was... <laughs> was it a python? Or yes. like cobra? It was a python? And not just that. 
it was not just one you know i was multiple standing in a dormitory kind of like a huge hall ha uh-huh. and from that end to this end it is filled it's like snakes went out of control is and they're all snakes on plane type kind of scene yeah it's like all the snakes are none of them are small snakes they're all either python boa constrictor or anaconda body f- shapes yeah yeah big ass snakes big ass snakes like tubes they're going all around huh. and i'm like going out of my mind because first of all i'm repulsed by snakes reptilian reptiles or only snakes is snakes it lizards also lot. i mean lizards also a little bit but snakes a lot okay so and then i in the dream i remember i tried to get out of there when i got out of there i found myself in this dark rainforest kind of uh, garden uh-huh. thick garden with trees and what do i see again from branch to branch everywhere it's the same big ass tube shaped Snake, snakes yeah. yeah and man i was not happy yeah i was not happy being there yeah. so none, if you were, none if of you, them i don't remember any of them coming out to bite me or anything but just the based on this dream if yeah. you were to become a superhero in dc comics you would mm-hmm. be called the snake man the other exciting dreams that i got was uh, you know about my pet dog right yeah there was this one dream which was a very long ass dream where he spoke to me like any other person right right and he was telling me stuff which i used to tell people as jokes mm-hmm. saying that hey i have this guy is the reason i am popular like i get chicks to talk to me because of him right. blah 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 and he, the the whole dream was almost about this guy validating my jokes right. saying that you know what it's not because of me this girl is not good for you or stop telling things to people etc 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 and i'm like whoa and i was one super happy in the dream that oh this guy is talking to me mm-hmm. and the other th- other thing was like why is he talking to me like what makes him talk to me types being brute everyone has to make his dog talk in his dreams to validate his own jokes yep secret <laughs> ingredient of my jokes to be extremely funny yeah i go to sleep asking my dog to validate <laughs> but to come back to those common types right yeah the examination one is one that i keep getting a lot because i have considerable amount of trauma from exams facing exams yeah, yeah. writing exams writing exams because uh, i never was interested in the subject matter but there was a part of me that hated looking at a question paper that seemed like greek and latin uh-huh. i hated going through that entire experience right uh, so i do tend to get every now and then not nowadays but uh, it's gone down but i used to get dreams where i'm sitting in an exam hall and i'm panicked because i know i don't know shit yeah, yeah. and i know i'm going to fail yeah yeah so that is one thing uh being naked in public which you also which you said no for you never for me only once uh with there were two dreams in which i was naked in public one was the common embarrassment kind yeah and uh, this is one of the most common ones that people get for some reason and the other one involved me and another girl in public in the street um getting it on you know so it was not so much embarrassing hmm. but i was just like this is such a weird place to and Do it was it, yeah. yeah and it was very intense and hmm. we were standing hmm no. very intense still no yeah still no so i never got it never got it on no no that i did okay not the whole public naked thing you never got it on in public in your dream no okay okay no I was very sophisticated and ethical even in my dreams. You had etiquette. 
like that too. even in your dreams yes. like uh, i was nice to the girl yeah she was nice to me yeah lot of stuff even when you closed the door before getting it on you hung a sock outside to let let the people know do not disturb you know in my dream yes 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 um one thing that i wanted to ask have you got like a real time dream real time what dream. does that mean real time so what i mean by real time dream is you you kind of you doze off into a nap mm-hmm. say in a classroom mm-hmm. and the dream is a continuation of the classroom and it's going in a very weird direction uh the closest i came to this was uh during if i uh, is it a scary dream no 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 oh shit i'll tell you my dream and so so ridiculous okay the closest i came was uh, whenever i played any video game intensely in the past like grand theft auto yeah then or, the, so you play them for so many hours right like yeah. grand theft auto oblivion skyrim witcher i used to get that in call of duty and yeah you know, and you start of empires when i go to bed after playing like i don't know 8 hours or 9 hours of yeah. that game when i go to bed i see the same world yeah. you know like yeah, so yeah. that's the closest i have but go ahead with your uh, scary so one. this is so this is a very i mean like ridiculous stuff okay basically i was i used to work at this place where the office was beside like a graveyard okay and uh, so the my office space was like a little lower than the graveyard mm-hmm. right like it was like about in the cellar type right and most often the not i used to be alone in the office late in the evening there was this one day where i kind so of so you're saying you you were at face level with uh, dead bodies maybe right. i don't know right respect to them mm-hmm. uh there's this one day where i kind of dozed off mm-hmm. okay and uh, it was a it was a long day of summer hot summer day and kind of got tired went around for meetings and all right. kind of dozed off and then so i was in this room and i saw in my dream mm-hmm. or it was no, i didn't know it was a dream rather right i saw like a shadow from the doorway mm-hmm. okay and uh, th- at first i didn't really care about it mm-hmm. and then uh, what happened was i see somebody in a very very downtrodden face and he was wearing a typical security guy's clothes okay and hair is messy red eyes mm-hmm. he looked like a very tired man mm-hmm. and he's peeking into the doorway through the door at me sitting at the table right and it's just the continuation of exactly where i was sitting right shit scary right mm-hmm. and then i kind of wake up startled mm. and i was like okay i see that two hours have passed or whatever right and it was very dark mm-hmm. had a chilly air because i you know the lights weren't on in the hot summer afternoon like you were saying Yeah it was a chilly air because oh, it's okay, already okay. it it already became night i kind of was there around 6 o'clock or something okay and it was 8 by the time i woke up mm-hmm. and the lights were off and all and there was something airy about that place right and then there is this person suddenly i hear sir right in front of me after you've woken up after i've woken right. up i'm on the laptop and there's only the laptop light filling the room yeah yeah and then i hear sir bolke one right. like lady's voice yeah i look up and there is this maid right mm-hmm. who just came in to check what i was doing so okay. late in the office oh, okay the first thing is i almost got up and punched her right right say so never 
sneak up to me like that right, right? and never like you knock the door mm-hmm. before you come mm-hmm. uh whatever whatever and chilling nice up i just came to check out why you are there i saw that the door was open generally you go off by so and so time blah blah yeah. blah i was just trying to check out if everything is fine yeah i was like thank you for that packed up ran out of that place locked the this thing and all right right and then about couple of months later there's a guy who comes and tells me one of my friends friend mm-hmm. tells me that oh yeah who lives close by to that office place, right. by the way right comes and tells that oh yeah by the way you know there's a person who died right yeah. behind yeah uh you kind of like been hearing stories whatever 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 mm-hmm. uh but that's word of the past and i was like how long back was this and mm-hmm. i think about 8 months back or some shit oh the past and i was like this is past for you <laughs> exactly <laughs> are you crazy the distant past <laughs> this is this is not even like it's, it's fresh yeah it's fresh it's yeah. like present yeah in their world like this might be like right now it's fresh haunted territory yeah, yeah. so i was like shit and never did i stay there alone mm-hmm. after 5:36 right i mean in winters i would like chuck off by 4:30 right that was another thing like you know i mean me seeing somebody peeking in for a long time mm-hmm. you know i actually thought that maybe somebody came and saw me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it was that like vivid and i don't know have, have you ever Because experienced it that continued uh, yeah, from the yeah. same situation and have you ever experienced that pine chilling air suddenly out of nowhere oh yeah yeah oh yeah that that is something that i mean i'm not a big fan of. i'm sure a lot of people are not a big fan of it but those are the ones which i avoid like i voluntarily tell my start telling myself it's a dream it's a dream it's a dream the moment those kind of dreams start right. in my head right i like i lose my shit it's yeah. it's horrible the closest connection i had to this uh you know continuation the real time thing yeah which is the sleep paralysis example oh which is i went to sleep late in the night sometime around i think it must be 3 3:30 something like that mm-hmm. very late when i was uh, again in my early engineering days mm-hmm. and it must have been and around and this was your ho- was it like a hostel or your home no my home my okay. home okay and this was around uh, i guess it must have been 4:30 or 5 in the morning and all of a sudden i sense uh the kitchen which is right outside my bedroom in my old place i sense peanuts being fried in the kitchen and What? i get the smell of roasted peanuts okay and that is the first thing that makes my makes the hair on my neck so to speak metaphorically yeah. go up and i'm feeling that weird spine chilling vibe right from then on because i'm like who's Hey, roasting who's, peanuts who's roasting peanuts yeah. uh, when i'm sleeping you know there's no one uh, awake and then and everybody was there at home right yeah everyone was there at home Got it. uh and then i sense someone entering my room and then i sense or i hear the gajalu the sound what yeah, do you call gajalu anklets um yeah they make that sound every time the f- every yeah. every footstep every step you have to that's take. coming closer to me i sense that it's anklets so from that i pictured this is a woman okay and she's approaching me uh-huh. and i'm sleeping on my stomach so my back is up uh-huh. and while all this is going on it's also happening so fast for me to realize that it's happening right 
this woman comes close to me and and i my body gets more and more weirded out as she comes closer then i'm almost picturing her now standing next to my sleeping body and she seems to be dressed like a tribal like a lambada banjara right. type of woman right and all of a sudden she's standing one sec beside my and i'm sleeping really close to the edge of the bed so she's standing close to my body and the next second next thing i know she is on my back she's sitting on my back and she's pushing down and this is the sleep paralysis right so that is when it kicks in and yeah. i'm feeling extreme pressure pushing me down uh-huh. because she's sitting on my back uh-huh. and i remember when i when i was sleeping when i was feeling this as well i remember being so discomfort uh, so uncomfortable you know and i with every bit of energy in my body i pushed my head to just turn around and i was thinking i don't know what is going to happen but this is the only thing i can do i want to confront at yeah. least let me confront so i wanted to turn it was very hard for me to even turn my head around because my sleep paralysis right you right. lose control of your motor okay uh, senses i never had it touch wood that's so. that's basically what sleep paralysis is yeah. you completely lose sense of your it's like paralysis right so i want to move i want to turn my head around and see but i'm not able to so uh-huh. it takes me all of my strength to literally jump out and just turn around like as if i'm facing my worst fear of attacker things. like yeah. assailant right like that i turn around and then obviously i see there's no one nothing there but now i'm able to breathe again because yeah. that weight is gone yeah and i find that i'm sweating like profusely the right. amount of energy that i put into that i realized later on hmm. and man that was one freaky freaky experience and then i read up on sleep paralysis and strangely enough all the descriptions are the, the same. same like even from the olden times they used to describe about this woman who used to jump on your back yeah i couldn't understand how exactly it turned out to be a woman huh you know hundreds of years back right. some guys writing about it right. and i'm experiencing the same thing i very yeah. clearly saw a woman you know and she jumped on my back it's very tough to explain these things to you it's very very which weird. is why i put more faith in the you know grandma tales in yeah. in subjects like this yeah yeah uh, i feel that and you know there there are uh, there are remedies to solve this mm-hmm. you know in the sense like if you are getting a particular dream yeah my grandmother used to like do this right you know right. take a bath before you sleep or something like that yeah, yeah. i don't take take tear them or you know whatever it is wash your feet and sleep blah yeah. blah blah yeah and and they all work huh mm. every single time i followed whatever she asked because you're scared as shit right when something of this you're magnitude. looking for any kind of assistance yeah you are just get. like surrendering to whatever comes your way yeah right and uh, the, you know what is the fear those tales are slowly dying out i don't hear those grandma tales that source where we, from where you get it right like my grandmother my yeah. grandfather actually used to decode these dreams right they used to explain that oh you got oh you got a snake uh, in your dream that's mm-hmm. good like it's 
it's a sign of prosperity or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. and you feel like oh though the dream was scary then yeah. something good is going to happen yeah. there's some kind of assurance or sorts right and today i don't know who do i turn to if i get a dream which i can't decode yeah you know yeah because the similar experience i used to sleep as a kid i used to sleep in my grandfather's room mm-hmm. and it there were two cots separated mm-hmm. so one cot i used to sleep the other cot my grandfather used to sleep mm-hmm. and everybody in my house every time they slept in that room used to hear of those anklet sounds right roam around the room okay and so you know inevitably i hear that anklets going around the house mm-hmm. i wake up at that moment mm-hmm. just to make sure that i'm completely awake it's not like a sleep thing mm-hmm. it's not a dream or shit mm-hmm. i wake up sit up in my cot i still hear that bloody sound mm-hmm. and now it's like becoming very you know annoying okay right So I go off to sleep. The next day I tell the same thing to my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I'm like ah those are corridayal. <laughs> <laughs> they app so there is this classification of you know demons demons ghosts. or yeah. who are notorious for uh, disturbing people. They're like something like Loki. Right. They're mischievous right you know spirits or whatever. Right. And she used to be like oh they don't do anything they just disturb your sleep. That's all. And then she goes off into this whole story. I know I'm digressing here. She mm-hmm. goes off into the story where this Koridayalu, mm-hmm. basically, why they are called mischievous is mm-hmm. back in the day when people used to go by cart, bullock mm-hmm. carts from one village to another, mm-hmm. right? It so often happens that they have to cross like a jungle or, you know, acres of right. farm fields and all. Mm-hmm. And there was no light or anything. Yeah. Right? So they basically used to follow lanterns. Okay. So wherever there is a lantern and they see a path, they kind of like go in that direction. Right. And... second thing is they blindly believe the oxes yeah. that they know the route to home so they'll take us right so what used to happen it seems is they used to start following these lanterns or these lights mm-hmm. and they would keep following and following and following mm-hmm. and at the dawn by the time the sunlight comes mm-hmm. they realize that they were just going round and round in the same place okay i'm i've digressed but no, you know okay. these these kind of things are you get assurance from your grand grandmothers and grandfathers right mm. and for some somehow these guys decoded this stuff like yeah. i don't know how all these dreams all these you know sleep paralysis yeah, yeah. they have their own weird logic to it yeah uh, but they they know remedies to this they know how to avoid these things yeah right and it happened to almost everybody in my family yeah and in a similar way um the whole concept like we that we mentioned wet dreams earlier on yeah so in the past or you know there have been legends about wet dreams as well like yeah. how people used to process them right like um same way to sleep paralysis people believed that there were these mischievous or uh these female uh, demons or entities yeah that preyed on the male sexual energy yeah okay yeah. basically they got their ex- energy from the male sexual energy right. and these uh, female entities were called succubus or uh-huh. succubi is the plural but succubus is the singular version so what they used to believe was that a succubus is actually who influences your dreams uh-huh. gets you all excited and hot and bothered yeah. up where to the point where you arrive right which makes it a wet dream right and that whole energy that your body generated yeah. they feed, feed off on of that it. yeah they feed on that yeah and that's where they're tinkering with you when you're asleep uh-huh 
is what the conventional belief is. Yeah. Have you had wet dreams ever? Yeah, a lot of times. Lot? I, uh, especially during my puberty time. Okay. Uh, and then it kind of like doesn't happen so often. Yeah. Kind of the frequency reduces. I only remember But, one such instance. What? Again in my youth, yeah. But But yeah, it it was in those teen times yeah, yeah. where you kind of are, you know, super excited about stuff. Yeah. Right? Uh but after that uh most of my dreams mm -hmm. and i think it has to do a lot dreams have to do a lot with how you think yeah uh, in your awake time you know most of my dreams are about very intense conversations with people who i know mm -hmm. right uh some of them like i said most of them like i kind of make sense of okay maybe this is what it is right some of them are are you know are very intense conversations where either i'm sharing my peace of mind mm -hmm. or they are giving me their two cents about me mm -hmm. as a person and they are like hey brute you know this is this is something i don't like about you you know you should go easy mm -hmm. or whatever whatever mm -hmm. and i give my justification and they are very rational in the dream huh? right. they are they are and the only thing that i can make out is they are opening their heart out right. you know there is no filter in how they are saying or what they are saying mm -hmm. so it kind of you know it kind of gives me like uh, a different angle or a different perspective as to which is why i was asking you have you ever you know got a dream which changed your perspective towards someone or right, changed right. your perspective towards something right uh and that is something that i get a lot so basically that is why i was asking you that if you ever got a dream which changed your perspective towards people mm. you know because i feel dreams do play a huge part in you know showing you a different perspective to things which you otherwise would miss on a normal day yeah yeah and for me i haven't had those kind of perspective change kind of dreams but the way i look at my weird dreams as well is that they are introducing me to something so completely unknown everything yeah. is so new and different that it does tend to have some impact on either the way that i am living my life or if i'm trying to come up with some ideas right then they do uh contribute to that right somehow the weirdness of it i feel just the exercise of my mind going to such an extent where it saw so many things completely different right that i feel like it must have pushed the limits of my imagination yeah a little bit more right so now in my waking state if i'm trying to think of something clever some kind of a script to write yeah uh then i feel like there maybe because of this push of you know my limits of my imagination right probably i'm getting yeah new that ideas. happened to me by the way like yeah. i got dreams where i actually got like a full fledged sketch mm -hmm. or a joke mm -hmm. right which i could use for a stand up or something right that actually happened to me like i would get like very detailed elaborate dreams mm -hmm. of oh you could you can do this and this is how you can make the joke out of it right. and the dream itself is about me living the joke mm. it's not like somebody is telling me a joke or i am telling somebody a joke but i'm living the joke you know right. it's it's as good as you uh getting the inspiration of a joke from you know a setup of friends or yeah. you go to a new city and you see something types yeah. it's almost on the same lines mm. and uh, i think from my memory at least uh, two or three jokes that i've written 
uh, which were which were basically derived out of a joke. Mm-hmm. Derived out of a dream. Sorry, it derived out of a dream. Right. Yeah, that was a joke. There is always something to pick out of a dream if if you realize it's a dream, mm-hmm. uh, which is another thing altogether. How many times have you realized it's a dream when it's happening? Uh, I think around, I remember two, three times. Yeah, it happens quite often to me. Okay. Every time, you know, uh, a little way into the dream, I almost start realizing that this is a dream. Let me see what happens. It's a great segue to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming. So this is the forced dreaming mechanism, right? No, no. This is where... So for for anyone who's listening that's unfamiliar, uh, let me give you a very rough, brief explanation. Lucid dreaming is the concept where you get aware that you're dreaming first hmm. and then you begin controlling what, what happens, happens in, the dream. in your dream. Yeah. So people who are adept or experts at lucid dreaming, uh-huh. they're set to do multiple different kinds of things like you can fly um, at, in the dream, in the dream uh-huh. at your will. You can summon people from your past uh, and talk to them. Oh. in your dream and i've heard some very weird fascinating things that people can do with lucid dreaming so it starts off first of all i think if you as a guy have multiple scenarios you can remember where you realized halfway through the dream that you were dreaming that is the first step where you can start lucid dreaming oh okay because that is where you realize I think I, I there is this one dream that I can remember now as you're saying. Right. Where, oh, oh dude, this is supremely Because crazy. even I have an example. Go ahead. There was this dream where um, it, it started off as a very normal dream. There was a bunch of my friends, like right. the usual, usual, the usual yeah. suspects, right? Yeah. Uh, my school friends, my childhood friends. Mm-hmm. And we are all going to one place or the other, right? And... Uh, so basically, the dream goes, like, we all decide to go to my uh, village, mm. right? To meet, there's some function, and we are going there to attend. My right. friends basically, like, yeah, we'll come, we'll check it out. Right. So we go there, and midway through the function, I realize, dude, this is a dream. Mm. Because this is not the house that these guys live in, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, okay, fine. This is a, So let me see what happens. I'm just telling myself, this is a dream, and everything is happening around me as it is. Right. And then they, then what happened is like my cousins from the village, who are my family cousins, mm-hmm. they all take all of us, me and my friends, to the other side of the house, saying that hey, we have constructed a new part of the house, mm-hmm. so this is where we want to stay. This is a cooler part of the house, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And we go there. It opens up to a massive field. There's a huge temple right at the you know right uh, at the veranda. Mm-hmm. You face at the temple, which is also built by my family. Uh, blah blah blah. Okay. And we see a huge ground, and all my friends are like, dude, there's a ground here. Right. What are we doing inside house? Let's go play cricket. Mm-hmm. And we are playing cricket. And because now I know it's a dream, right? Mm-hmm. I am able to do anything and everything in the dream. Like mm-hmm. I'm able to hit the ball however I want. Mm-hmm. I am able to ball however however I want. Mm-hmm. And there were this bunch of people who came like creating ruckus. So there's a mm-hmm. couple of uh, cousin, girl cousins of mine who are being teased by some, you know, locals. Mm-hmm. And me and my friends go there and we try to tell them politely that, you know, you don't know who we are. So, you know, you should cut it off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they don't listen. So we go into a fight, right? We are going like hand-to-hand combat. Right. And we are thulping these guys. Right. 
midway of the fight i realize i'm not even touching them mm-hmm. but these guys are getting thulped just by me looking at them okay right and then at that point i'm like okay fine this is enough so let's head back okay and i am able to tell okay we are going to go this place mm-hmm. and we go to that place mm-hmm. you know so i get what you're saying like once you once you kind of realize the, like this is what the dream is mm-hmm. i think yeah you you kind of manifest things but there's a challenge here because conventionally for people mm-hmm. once they realize or they get aware that they are dreaming mm-hmm. eventually immediately it switches to another dream and they lose track again or they wake up you know it's yeah, this hard is the, this is the only dream which i had right, right. but Pe- w- what you said happens to me otherwise yeah people find it very hard to hold on hold on to it and that's where you need some training if you want to be a lucid dreamer right there are some exercises that you could do to increase or improve your skill of holding on to that dream yeah and my recollection of that so there were two instances in my early past where i realized i was dreaming uh-huh. but i didn't have any idea what is about early past is it recent past like or like early childhood past? you know like oh uh, okay where i realized that i was dreaming but i was not aware of lucid dreaming or any concept yeah. like that so i didn't do anything uh-huh. it just continued that way but then i met a friend of mine who introduced me to the concept of uh, not only lucid dreaming but also astral projection so what JP, is the difference I'll tell you. Uh just shout out to my friend JP out there. Um so lucid dreaming when I when he told me about this concept right that you know people do this actually there yeah. are exercises for people to do and I was like what really really? Mm. And uh after that I heard that I happened to have a dream halfway through which I realized I was dreaming. Okay? I was like okay. So I found myself in a ship. Uh-huh. And I was in the mess area uh-huh. in the ship. the pantry section the pantry section where everyone comes together to eat right and they were the staff the personnel ship personnel they were walking around and uh, something had happened i'm not sure what but they were gathered there some kind of commotion was going on i was part of that commotion like not actively involved yeah but it had something to do with me being present there or whatever <laughs> and people hate you everywhere bogus no no that is the learning of the dream it was not that kind of a hateful thing it was uh-huh. like something they had to do now that i was there something sacrifice like you no, i no, think no. maybe that is the thing wait let me first of all finish this <laughs> okay so the minute i realized i was dreaming right in the dream i remember i was kind of like checking to make sure nobody else figured out that i <laughs> you were dreaming that i realized that i was dreaming okay and then i was like okay nobody noticed uh-huh. great now let's Day try 40 this second. <laughs> no let's try this lucid dreaming thing yeah and the only thing i could remember at that point of time was didn't they say you could float they huh. said you could fly huh. so then i started thinking okay if i'm lucid dreaming i want to fly right now i want to float right and then all of a sudden i start floating in the water no in the ship in the in ship the, oh, in the air so in the pantry area floating in the air i'm floating up to, in the air and i because it's inside the ship right yeah i can only float up to the roof right and you know inside ships it's yeah. not really high sea it is very low yeah so it didn't take me much long to reach the ceiling right and so the ceiling was blocking me i was floating and i'm trying to look around is anyone is anyone getting freaked out while watching me float yeah you know i'm trying to check their how reaction how old were you when you got this this was very recent dude this Achha, was this was recent okay very recent like i think 4 5 years back okay so i'm trying to check their reaction to see if it's registering mm-hmm. that are they amazed that i'm floating yeah nobody even paid attention to that you know <laughs> they, they don't care if you exist they were just doing their own thing yeah. and they were involved in something yeah. and i was like 
Hello. Yeah, I'm floating here. <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit, I don't have any training. I don't, I don't do any exercises. So what do I do to keep this going? Yeah. Can I move? Can I go? That's it. That's the last yeah. Remem- yeah. memory I have of being in that ship yeah. and lucid dreaming. So that's the, you had a way more Yeah, because longer so I don't know it. about lucid dreaming. I always thought that lucid dreaming was uh, induced by substance. No. Uh, I never went deep into lucid dreaming. Right, right. Uh, and neither did I go into astral projections. I don't right. know what it means. But I knew one thing. The reason why when I could make sense of it mm. was it was a very happy-go-lucky kind of a yeah you know dream i mean i was very happy i was showing off my village to my friends and blah 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 i remember the instance when i realized that hey this is a dream because when i sat in the function Mm. and i looked back to call somebody or somebody was it was like a very normal scenario right Mm. it was a very typical you know function scenario Mm. there's a shamiana there's somebody doing some puja or something and everybody was sitting and then people are coming and doing dance or something. Right. And then somebody taps me and says like, can you call him or something or some shit like that. Mm. And I turned around, right? And everybody was talking here and there. Mm. I felt the tap. Mm-hmm. And I turned around and everybody was looking here. Like, just generally in a conversation. Mm. And I started thinking like, this is a dream. It just hit me right. out of nowhere. Right. This is a dream. And then the next thing I do is... I look at everything and like, this is not their house. This is not their alley. This mm. is not the people who are my relatives, blah, mm. blah, blah. And then now I'm I'm in control of the scenario in right. a way where when people came and like say like, hey, you should, you know, we should chill in the other section. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me see how far this goes. Right. And I, at all the t- point, I was thinking this will break now. This will yeah, break yeah. now. Right. But it just didn't break for yeah. some reason. It just kept going on and on. Yeah. And that's yeah, that was the only instance. But there are times, like you say, I get the realization that this is a dream. You're, who are you kidding? Yourself? Right. And then... Uh, it slips. Yeah, and then it kind of phases out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not more than, more than phases out, it's more like it fizzles out. Mm. You start seeing that things are disintegrating, right? Mm. And then it just like snaps. Right. So, so I never knew that that was lucid dreaming. I heard about lucid dreams, but I always... For some reason, I always thought that these are the ones which people get when they do LSD or or some kind of a substance or something like that. Right. So my friend actually described some very, well, the, pros- the process that he shared with me was for astral projection. But what is an astral projection? Astral projection is you. where you can do a certain number of steps to step out of your body, your physical body. And it's not, you're not sleeping. You're not dreaming. You're awake. You're awake. You're basically teleporting. Um, kind of, but it's like you step out of your body and you can see your body lying down on the bed. Once why you do you out. want to do that? I don't know why you want to do that. Maybe just for the experience of it. But um, Is this the whole Doctor Strange shit? You know, very similar, actually. They did a great job of showing that in VFX. Yeah. But it's very similar to that. And you know when that lady yeah, pushes punches his chest, Hulk. like pushes his chest, yeah. and he, he steps out. out that's basically astral projection. Okay. Yeah. So once you're in the astral realm, it's it is said that you shouldn't be too surprised meeting other entities who may want to have a conversation. It could be dangerous for you. 
or why do you want to it do it could this? be favorable again because why are you human, playing see, with why do people, the laser beams why do people do free soloing you know like why do they climb a cliff without any ropes anything because it's just the human tendency to no it's not human tendency because yeah. there is a wiring problem with them no they need treatment if you ask me if you're asking my okay. opinion if that's the treatment th- then it's the same answer for this also the a wiring problem the treatment them. yeah the curiosity is too much you know it gets better of you yeah i mean like make somebody do and then see yeah i don't want to I describe i think that is the best thing i don't want to describe the steps that he shared first is it all, like like some kind of an occultic practice yes related yeah. i mean it's not uh, in nothing demonic no i know yeah occultism is not demonic it's occultism it's is just uh, the true meaning of occult is hidden hidden something which is not known yeah so yeah i don't want to share that because i don't want anyone risking on half big knowledge you think people are going to first of all no one things. listens to this podcast yeah no even if the four people are listening to right. this do you think they will vouch for what you said and go and follow your steps no i don't think they could even get by with whatever i said but what said. i am interested is mm-hmm. like the person who told jp yeah. who spoke to you about correct me if i'm wrong yeah, yeah. right so this junior panchayat mm-hmm. who has shared this steps yeah. has he done it um i remember him saying he tried it tried it a little bit but he never got too deep into it but did he experience it the astral projection no no because from whatever i read uh, it's not an easy job one yeah 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 and two uh it's not that you have like seven steps do it and yeah, you get it yeah it's not like a happy go lucky yeah. no the procedure he talked about to trigger it right yeah it seems very simple enough Yeah but the, it's like I said Although it's it not as simple repetition. as it said yeah. yeah it requires repetition and it requires The second thing about this shit is yeah. you may never come back Exactly it's Going out of your body is only half half the job done job done you need to enter Yeah you have to well. know how to get back also yeah. which is a whole different ball game Yeah because one of the things uh, that they speak I mean about astral projections from mm-hmm. whatever I've read I've not gotten deep into it mm. because I stopped the moment they said like you can basically get lost forever. Yeah. Right? And I was like not needed. Throw it out. Could be the same reason why he didn't get into it. You know, it's not something you fuck around with. Yeah, you don't like yeah. I mean that's that's that kind of you need too much of precision for that. Oh, it's I, a ridiculous amount of precision you need. Just remembered. I have I have had premonition type of dreams. Like one I remember I was in my school again boarding school yeah. so the height of frustration uh-huh. the height of curiosity yeah alienation or no isolation from female any kind of female yeah right <laughs> <laughs> were you checking out trees and asking trees like are you a girl or a boy no i didn't get <laughs> Was that it like extent. that delusional stuff no but i had a very very vivid dream again felt like a distant memory yeah where i actually saw a naked woman for a, for the first time in the dream in the dream in my real life i had not seen a naked woman yet in detail you know especially for you guys you got a premonition wait i'll tell you for a, for boys who are growing up right i got the dream too i had the same dream I, i had a similar dream okay let me describe this okay for boys who are growing up yeah who have not yet uh, hit the no who have not yet seen it all yeah of a woman uh-huh. you know the most hidden part of course is the down under the australia right yes this is a family podcast that's why i said you. the down under that, that doesn't hide a lot shout out to our <laughs> listeners in australia <laughs> for that reference but so 
that's the usually most concealed and hidden part right and that usually peaks the curiosity of boys adolescent boys the mm-hmm. most because nothing else is as hidden as australia so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when i see a dream however that fits the bill but <laughs> right but when i see a dream where for the first time in my life uh-huh. i'm looking at australia in great detail yeah before in my waking life i have seen australia yeah what do you make of that you know i have no idea what to make of that like how was i able to see that before i saw it in my waking life nee yeah, that happened to me also i think it happens to every but in no boy come and on girl. yeah it happened we had discussions about this as kids no but how do you see something which you don't know how it looks like how also? are you seeing a parallel universe which you don't even know that exists have you said that you get this futuristic you know uh, i mean dreams. it's not always futuristic no but i'm it's ancient okay. as well yeah whichever yeah. okay go whichever side of the spectrum yeah, yeah. how are you able to do it i don't know exactly that's the point so if australia but, in my dream coincided with australia in reality then that means those worlds also might exist exactly yeah see which is why i'm saying uh, dreams are a peephole into things that we no might no pun intended don't intersect <laughs> me okay Because i just had to clarify for the audience that yeah. uh, brute is not no, making no. a pun when he says peephole okay go ahead <laughs> So you are hellbent on making this a vulgar podcast. It is not. <laughs> okay, fine. I apologize. Look at how classy we just well. dealt with it. Yeah. Like it's a Thaiga podcast exclusive Australia. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new word. Yeah, there's a new word. Yeah. Dreamophobia and then there is uh, uh, excitement. Excitement. And then there is Australia. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever forget excitement. Excitement is a fantastic word. Yeah. So bogus that was uh, interesting. at the least fascinating conversation about dreams yep and uh, dreaming further mm-hmm. and fulfilling our fans dreams right we are going to our next segment which is the parcel section the parcel section that's Woo! right that's right so for this episode i have a very interesting parcel to offer which is a very unlikely movie mm-hmm. where you will see an unlikely actor being a part of it okay have you heard of the name ashton kutcher of course what do you relate him with this that 70s show punked and um two and a half men a few romantic comedies here and yep. there yeah but then there is this one movie which he did yeah which is called the butterfly effect mm-hmm. got released in and around 2003 4 if yeah. i'm not wrong very interesting concept of the movie so you know what the butterfly effect is right for the benefit of the listeners why don't you introduce also to improve your iq i know you don't want to put it out there but let's be honest mm-hmm. butterfly effect is basically this theory that a flap of a butterfly wing mm. can cause a typhoon in one part of the world right? right how the chain of events will slowly you know influence a mm. more complex situation right right so to to be more s- simpler a simple act can have a nonlinear effect mm-hmm. on complex situations right right that is in a nutshell both the scientific and verbal definition of the butterfly effect right You get that bogus yeah it's just a way to in a way to explain how everything is interconnected yes that yeah. too 
that too so the movie the butterfly effect mm-hmm. uh speaks for itself mm-hmm. aston kutcher the lead aston kutcher the lead right. basically has a very traumatic childhood yeah because of which he's he constantly keeps having this blackouts right right so what happens is and he's traumatized yeah just to clarify happened. in case anyone was confused ashton kutcher butterfly effect this is not about a tramp stamp yeah it's, it's not a, yeah. it's not a rom-com yeah it's uh it's an intense drama genre mm. if i have to it's a thriller it. actually it's a thriller yeah but i think it, I, i would put it as a drama would you put uh, yeah it's a it's a drama thriller kind of a genre okay and uh so where was i ashton kutcher aha i tested you and you failed mm-hmm. so he has a lot of childhood traumas because mm-hmm. of which once he grows up he still gets those traumatic experiences right. and he kind of relives them yeah. and he keeps having blackouts and stuff mm. and uh, at some point he goes back to the journals mm-hmm. that he's written as a kid mm-hmm. he comes across them starts reading them through and he realizes that how bad his experience was okay so he figures out a way to go back in time mm. and change these events mm-hmm. right so he wants to because he has this knowledge of he can stand up to these hacks blah blah right. blah so he goes back in time and changes some of these events for his benefit mm. and for the benefit of others mm-hmm. and then comes back to the present only to see that he is in in a prison right he's right. he's in a police station he's been caught as a convict and like he's been a murderer and all kinds of things and he gets super confused like what the hell happened yeah so he doesn't understand so he tracks back what has happened mm. and then slowly he realizes that because of that one change he did in the timeline in the past yeah you know the effects were such that he ends up in this situation which he did not anticipate he didn't anticipate obviously yeah. so he goes back in time again mm. and tries to recorrect them right. right in a in a different way mm. and every time he does that the future only seems to be getting worse and worse okay right so as to how that leads like you know how he keeps realizing the small changes he does in the past mm. how that kind of influences the future in a heavy way how mm. that snowballs into a bigger effect to a point where he loses his loved ones and all that you know he loses his friends some of his friends die and blah 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 right so he finally gets to solve that puzzle mm-hmm. and for that he has to pay a huge price right mm-hmm. so what the price is what he has to go through all that mm. is a very well done movie right mm-hmm. and uh, i think it's one of those few movies which has you know which has taken a good dig at this whole time travel concept okay and uh, made a good meal out of it right you actually kind of get i mean it kind of uh, you know tickles your uh, what do you call that detective bone or mm-hmm. conspiracy bone yeah where okay if time time travel really does exist mm. then is it possible to make like a genuine change in the timeline right ah. so which is a curious thing which also might be a easter egg to something which is going to come in the future or it might be an easter egg to something that's going on in real life there are conspiracy theories about the same thing you described yeah is there a possibility to view probable future eventualities and then depending on that can you influence the future to either go towards that direction or away from it right right through the looking glass people if you catch my drift any sharp thigh gap listeners yes also um the word here that you need to remember mm-hmm. is people people yeah not people mm. people oh people right people into the future right 
So that's my recommendation for this episode. Bogus, the ball is in your court. Awesome. Um, my parcel for this episode is a movie that came out in 2004, stars Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, and was directed by Michelle Gondry. Uh, the movie is called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Whoa! It does deserve that reaction. Um, because when the movie came out, it came out to great critical acclaim, deservedly so. But also through the years, it's been building up more of a cult following. Uh, and quite a lot of you might have already watched this movie. But in case you haven't, let me start off with why you should, first of all, because of the director. Michel Gondry is um, an original genius when it comes to filmmaking. The guy initially got famous because of uh, his seminal work on music videos uh -huh. through the 80s and 90s. So if anyone looks up uh, Daft Punk's music video on Around the World, the very famous music video uh -huh. that was directed by Michel Gondry, then uh, he directed a few uh, videos for The White Stripes, which are also very famous because of the way they were shot. So this guy was a visionary. And anyone who is interested in filmmaking, you should look into Michel Gondry's work a little more. Yeah, guys. Also, to give you a little trivia, Bogus talked Michel Gondry for 18 years. And that's <laughs> how he knows so much about him. Right. No, I just watched a documentary on his life. But uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind opens on Joel, played by Jim Carrey, an extremely introverted character, keeps to himself. And he finds himself in the station at Montauk, which is near or in New York State, I guess. Uh -huh. So at this station, he's waiting for a train to arrive. He doesn't know why he's there, but he just felt like he had to go there. And he runs into Clementine, played by Kate Winslet. None other than. None other than. And they both hit it off very well. Because both of them are? Are? like Good actors. Kindred so Okay. Kindred spirits. But yeah. basically, they hit it off together. They start forming a relationship. And things seem to be going well enough when all of a sudden shit hits the fan. When... Joel finds out that Clementine approaches approaches this um, neuro psychologist uh, scientist this yeah doctor, some, something like that neurologist a neuro therapist uh, expert or a company based oh. on uh, neurology uh -huh. and she asks them to have her memories of Jim Carrey removed and that's a service that this company offers in this movie okay um removed from her memories basically oh my god so joel runs into a kate winslet who does not recognize her and oh my god he gets shocked and then he tries to find out he learns more about this company that offers this facility to people to have any unpleasant memories wiped out from their minds and so in his desperation he wants to do the same he wants to wipe out kate winslet from his memory because he finds it too painful now to continue Oh my God. And then he has a change of heart. Uh, and as the company is trying to erase his memories, he fights hard mentally to hold on to memories of her. Oh God. 
and so the movie is a very surreal take on it plays out in a very surreal fashion as well this is not a cut and dry movie it's very weird and uh, it's a little it's slightly fantastical uh in nature so it it goes to a place where kate and um, jim carrey they're both consciously aware in jim carrey's memories and now they're both working together to hold on to whatever memories they have it's the way it is picturized the way it is shown or the way it is shot it is so beautiful and of course the acting i i think in my personal view for me this is jim carrey's finest acting performance uh i know that for brute it is number 23 uh um, number 23 guys right. my previous parcel and for me it is eternal sunshine it's one of my all time favorite movies also not just for the acting not just for the direction but also for the incredible music that john yeah. ran uh gave to this movie so that brings us guys to the conclusion of our episode on dreams dreams um it's just dreams not dream works yeah what do you guys think did it pique your interest um would you like us to go into a part 2 where we actually go into the detail about some of our other weird or dreams yes and if yes you would have to share some of your weird ones first yes that's yes. the condition yes because yes. the next part we would want to go some of our dreams and some of your dreams yes and i think that would be a great this is the perfect platform to yeah. share your weirdness anonymously yeah and if you have your own interpretation of what that could have meant please share that as well yeah especially the grandma tales yeah uh, yeah because uh, honestly different cultures you could have different different tales. cultures yeah. you know different parts of the world have different stories so we really want to like you know keep the torch light lit yeah about the grandma tales because i personally and bogus if i can speak on your behalf also mm-hmm. we personally think that these are very assuring you know uh, what do you say anecdotes yeah which kind of kind of bring you peace after a weird night so if the more we share the better it is for everyone yeah and they come from a very old old place and time which yes. we may not realize but these things like grandma tales yeah they actually originate from a very very old very time. old times like yeah. you have no idea how old yeah like the hair the graying of hair is so old very old that old, made a lot of sense old, old all right guys now you know the condition share with us your weird dreams and if you have an interpretation share with us as well our email we have an email we have an email yeah it took a lot of effort a five year plan and a vision 2025 three years of strategy involvement yeah. of game theory and also and there was assistance there was some unavoidable corruption also involved absolutely. for which we are doing our investigation right now yeah but we are involving the best of the teams yeah all you need to know is mind thy gap mind thy gap at gmail.com that's Repeat where you write it repeated 100 times and tattoo it on your arm because that is a motto to live by as well all right before we uh, sign off bro what do we say five gap subscribe and share and share